Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt and Paul, helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humour. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast episode number 100 and I'm going to say 32. I am struggling because I've now recorded three episodes in literally, well, not even 24 hours, so... I'm struggling to know where I am. Um, we do have a super special guest today. Uh, you know who it is because everyone will have seen the actual thumbnail or the episode title and it says, spoiler alert, never mind. Um, we also have Ed, so I do actually have a co-host this week, which is either good or bad, depending on your perspective. So, Ed, how are you, uh, young man? Very good, thank you. Have Very you, good. Have you read so, more about politics of late? Uh, no, but I have been called out for not knowing enough. <laughs> now, do I name the person that called you out or obviously they or he I'll say he because I'll give away their gender um, not that they is in their non-binary because I don't think he's non-binary <laughs> but um, more like I just didn't want to say but yeah he will know who who I'm referring to so um, he will know that I've told you who it is so you, <laughs> you might I don't, you're not going to get an apology I'm sure so no no it helps that I know him as well now so yeah, yeah. um <laughs> He's also right, though, to be fair, isn't he? So you can't really complain about anything. Well, like I said to you, just some of us have, you know, full-time jobs, little side things going on, and uh, we're not just sat at home all the time in our pants, not doing anything, little reading side... everything and watching everything. Little side things, that cheeky plug? Uh, hey, I never said anything about the uh, gym company that I own. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll talk about it at the end. Bear in mind, it's coming up to Christmas. Um, anyway... Obviously, as I said to you earlier, I don't want to hear any more about you and your week because I've spoke to you already today and last night, so I didn't say again. Let's get on to our guest today. So we have uh, Mr. Young Man himself, Tony Cottenden. Well, not too young. Well, he's pretty young. <laughs> not as young as Ed, but... Uh, I'm intrigued to what thumbnail, what thumbnail you were using. Me? This podcast. Oh, well, I'm okay. definitely going to be using one of your, well, I suppose one of the inspirational pictures that um, <laughs> almost... I almost, really like the latest one. That was, yeah. yeah. So that one, one of those on actually got a comment that I should have waxed before that. I was, I was deeply offended. <laughs> so if people don't know you or see any of your work, they probably think, what are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I will definitely be using one of your photos. I'll just look through which ones I like the most, um, and then probably just pick one out if you're okay with that. I'm so with that. It, it was obviously inspiration for today's topic. So yes, um, it was. Before we do that, though, before we get into what we want to talk about today, so for those that don't know you and haven't followed your work, I guess a lot of people what um, kind of watching, listening, will probably know who you are, follow you already. Obviously, we get a lot of the MNU crowd and stuff as well. That's kind of uh, listening so they might know who you are but for those that don't what do you want to tell them well considering you've got a lot of the MNU crowd listening apparently I will introduce myself as the first person signing up to MNU wow um, so yeah I did know first that. person to give Martin my money to educate me to the highest standards um I wasn't all you so getting yeah. was it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I'm uh I'm basically a personal trainer, come gym studio owner. I run a little gym in my um, garden. Um, been qualified since 2011 on that front. Started to get interested in nutrition the more and more I worked with um, clients, just because I realised that spending an hour of my week with them was doing. Are we allowed to swear? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Probably um, advise you all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was realising an hour of exercise a week wasn't doing fuck all with clients, so just had to um, start thinking what else I can do to um, get them to uh, lose weight. Um, so yeah, started to get interested in nutrition. Headed over to um, Twitter in like 2012. Started to kind of get involved with the little nutrition circles on, on Twitter. Twitter. Um, and then from there on in, decided finding some evidence-based peeps, shall we say. And then, yeah, just a black hole since then, really. That must have been a, a nasty place to be, that Twitter sphere of 2012. Like, it's probably worse now. Tell. It's probably worse yeah. now, but still. Oof. I won't name any names because I'll probably get my, uh, my ass kicked. But, um, yeah, there were some interesting characters back there that are probably still around now, don't get me wrong, but maybe not as um, as well-known as they probably were on Twitter back in the day. You can name names. We're happy with that. Oh, okay, so we'll go with Alex Florentinos, Scott Alexander, Scott Francis, Francis Diet, probably knows him. Yeah, all yeah. their kind of, um, yeah, pseudoscience at the best. It's funny, isn't it, how in these circles, like, all those names, like, people, some people listening might think, I don't know who, who you're talking about, but those names, like, if you did know, Still pop up sometimes now. Who Ed? Who we talk, was it? Was it Scott? Not Scott Francis. The other Scott. Was it Scott um, Alexander? We were talking about the other day, wasn't it? He's still doing the same thing. Yeah. Just you broke up a bit then. Uh, we we were talking yeah. about we were talking about Scott Alexander the other day, weren't we? You don't remember? Yeah. Basically, he's, he's still pi- posting pictures of on a spin bike next to a swim pool or whatever the hell he used to do all the time. Yeah. Look at me! I'm, look at me! I'm cycling at two a.m. I'm shredded. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, Alex Ferentinos not too long ago in uh, he works in uh, what's it called Emporium is Emporium it Emporium Birmingham yeah yeah a uh, little porky boy walking around <laughs> not like we should judge somebody on their appearance being a personal trainer but yeah, yeah. how dare you Ed how fucking dare you uh, well yeah I'd say I like Twitter's any any topic, not just nutrition, but Twitter is just a horrible place to be all the time, really. I, I tend to try to stay away from it because I don't know why. It just seems to attract some of the most horrific people. Yeah, I think obviously, like, like, character limit as well just makes it hard to get your point across. But to be honest, from, like, a research point of view, there's some good papers thrown about over there, so that's why I'm trying to uh, head over there occasionally every now and then. Yeah, no, you're right. I think at least if you control who you're following, who you're too involved with, and you kind of, you too tend to find most of the researchers are on Twitter and not maybe so much on the other platforms like Facebook and Instagram. So if you're kind yeah. of really trying to, like you say, get papers or get the stuff from researchers direct, it's probably a good place to be, I think. But just try, like, try to avoid the comments from other, other uh, practitioners, if I dare use that word, because, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a cesspit of nastiness, in my opinion. But, yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, cool. Well... One, congratulations for being the first person to give Martin something to obviously be educated. That's that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's quite the claim. Um, yeah, no, that's that's very much quite the claim. Um, what I wanted to kind of obviously get you on to talk about today was I love the things we've all alluded to, some of the content you've been putting out around kind of, dare I say mimicking rather than mocking, mimicking other social media influencers. I say yeah, other because yeah. obviously you're a social media influencer yourself. <laughs> yeah, you uh, no, you are. Obviously, like I said, you know, you're part of muscle food focus groups, your or whatever that was, and 
all these things. I think you, you definitely fall into the category of social media influencer. I mean, you have to be to be able to get away with mimicking the man that you did. Maybe, like you say, in the, the small little community, maybe, that uh, the evidence-based MNU-style side of things possibly are. And that's just from Facebook networking, how you gain as many kind of Facebook friends, shall we say, mm-hmm. um, quite possibly. But, yeah, I think... From a fitness industry point of view, like very, very minimal. So, don't play it down. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think it's brilliant some of the stuff you're doing. Um, and I suppose, like, I don't want to give too much away. Obviously, I want to kind of let you talk about kind of what you did and why you did it. So maybe that might be a good place to start in terms of. Obviously, we're we're alluding to you kind of making fun. Should should we should we say really of kind of the types of social media influencers that we have out there that obviously have large followings, big reach, but maybe don't put out what most of us would consider the most efficacious or even ethical types of content. So maybe explain kind of like what you've done and, and why you did it and we'll we'll see where this conversation goes. Okay, cool. So um, oh, it's been a long time now, I must admit. I think the first kind of jokey post I've done must have been like 2016. And um, it was when I went and got my eyes tested and I realised that I'm really old and I had to have glasses. And uh, I, was, uh, <laughs> I, was in my, I was in the gym in my pants with the new glasses on and I was like, this is, you know what, this is what Instagrammers are like. It's like, I've got my new glasses, I'm in my pants. And I'm literally doing a bent over row and I set the camera up so it's right behind me and you can just barely see the glasses. And I'm like, I took the photo and you can... Yeah, you can pretty much see most of my my rear end. And it's like, um, social media is like, do you like my new glasses? It's like, yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's utterly ridiculous. You're just, you're just posting selfies, naked, half-naked selfies for no other reason, just to post half-naked selfies. Um, it's just, I'd much rather sheer honesty of like, you know what, I think my house looks good. Here's a photo. You didn't do that. <laughs> you <laughs> <your> glasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I think that kind of element of the, the the quite utterly appalling reasons why they want to upload photos. And just be honest, you know what? Here's a here's a progress photo. I like the way I look. I'm really interested in gym. That's why I'm uploading photos to, to social media. Yeah. I suppose a lot of the, the problems are that these people tend to also often have something to sell. Um, yeah, yeah, most definitely. So uh, I try and tend to stay away from that side of things now. I got caught up in some feminist bullshit um, with one of the posts that I've done a little while back. And, uh, and I, I almost half-mocked the caption. So from, from since then, I had a couple of discussions with some what I would personally call social media influencers from the fitness, uh, fitness industry. And they said, you probably want to take it down a bit of a different route. And rather than like mock the actual caption, like just literally copy it side by side, caption as well, and then just let other people make their mind up of how to interpret, uh, interpret the post. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, uh, the reason why I do it is I just think satire can be a great way to bring light to just how ridiculous these posts are uh-huh. um so like when you are like you're literally surrounded by these kind of posts 
24-7. Let's be honest. Like most people, I don't know what kind of you guys' screen time is on social media, but mine's upwards of like two, three hours a day. Um, and I would say two hours and 50 minutes of that is scrolling through posts that are pretty much pointless and half-naked. And when it becomes... Who do you follow? Ed, why are you asking? I need to follow a lot of idiots to get some of the material that I get Ed. that's what you say yeah okay that's your excuse that's <laughs> not the material he's after really yeah. to be honest um, yeah so I just think when you're surrounded by it by that often it can pretty much become the norm and it really isn't the norm so if you can bring some humour and just to see how utterly ridiculous some of the posts are, I think, you know what, it starts to open your eyes again, and you're like, you know what, why in the hell am I following these kind of people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I guess, you're, do, do you see it as almost like you're you're doing the public or the kind of like the general population, obviously your own following, a bit of a service really, trying to, your method of basically pointing out what, like, why this isn't necessarily not particularly helpful for people is like satire, as you say, rather than, you know, other people might have a different method in terms of just just call them out or try to debunk or whatever, but whereas you're kind of trying to get a different different take on it in terms of just having a, a, a satirical approach, if I can say that, that just people can then come up with their own conclusions, but obviously I guess that they're guided into terms of like they know it's satire, so they know there's obviously something to kind of laugh at almost. Definitely, yeah. So obviously all these posts that they do are, are pretty serious. They're kind of perfect lighting and stuff. So just taking that out and just actually, you know what? It, is this real? Is this real life? Like seriously? Like do you do people take photos on step ladders going into their loft in a fucking bikini? Like seriously? Why are they yeah. doing their loft in a bikini? Like surely, surely <laughs> they're going to get like. It's like it bemuses me. I just can't go my head around it. Um, and to be honest, obviously I, I'm not the only one that thinks this. I'm probably the only one that's a dickhead enough to, to put it on social media because people send me these posts now and they're like, Tony, you need to do this one. Um, uh, yeah, and it's just like, so there is, I would say there's a, it's a growing um, community that starts to sense, you know what? The fitness industry, and not just the fitness industry, social media in general is 90% laughable. Um, and I think the more and more we, we come to realise this, even when it comes to politics, um, the, the better. Because you're just getting so much misinformation, um, so much smoke and mirrors, um, and lots of echo chambers. And yeah, so it's just a case of, yeah, just trying to escape from all that and just start to bring some realism back to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously you mirrored politics there because obviously it's on trend at the minute. But yeah. that's something that I've like, it might not seem like it from from externally, but I've really tried hard to almost like understand that I probably am in an echo chamber to a certain extent. And I am seeing a lot of the stuff. Like, I'm fed by Facebook algorithms, the shit I want to see because they know the type, they know me because they know what I'm looking for. So I keep getting more of it. So then that just compounds the idea of obviously this is what's right and wrong almost. And I am working quite hard to try and not do that. Um, it's just not that easy. And I guess like if you bring it back to like health, fitness, social media, I guess that's the same problem for people. Like 
you know, if you're talking about like what do people struggle with in general population, you know, like if you take one big thing might be they're looking for quick fixes all the time, say, they're probably just going to keep getting quick fix stuff because that's the stuff they're looking at. They're looking at these types of influences that are doing the type of things that you're now like almost mocking. So the, the problem is there, do you think that they're credible in any way? Like regardless of whether, you know, oh, there's obscene amounts of nudity and whatever else, do they actually ever really have any messages that are what you would say align to some useful stuff for people? Um, ah, it's a good shout. Um, so I, I, I'll just touch on like the quick fixes because I made a couple of notes about that. Yeah, and, sure. um, I think one of the questions you said was, um, like, why, why is it a problem? Um, you messaged me saying, like, you want to know why some of this stuff is a yeah. problem. Could, 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 the reason I just for people listening, just want to clarify because obviously we laugh and we take the we take, you know, we're, we're a bunch of lads, we're lads, 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 taking the piss out of <laughs> fucking these ridiculous posts as you say but there is actually a serious point to it so that's yeah. kind of why I want to highlight it like yeah what is that serious point so, so lots of these people let's say they've got uh, most, quite a few of them got blue ticks um, upwards of say like 80,000 followers um, so they're seen as um, a bit of an authority in the in the fitness sphere shall we say um, maybe not from fellow professionals but certainly from people that are influenced by these kind of people um, and they're just being sold quick fixes, like literally thousands and thousands of times over. Um, and it just distracts from what actually works. Um, so it just takes away uh, the, the power that people have to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and it's just m- money from generic, poorly written programs poorly written possibly not even written copy and pasting meal plans mm-hmm. um so yeah it's just a case of like you know what take all this kind of nonsense away and actually start to take some personal responsibility over who you choose to follow and find out what actually works from a scientific principle point of view aka a calorie deficit how to adhere to a calorie deficit what kind of struggles you have adhering to a calorie deficit, and you actually start to make some progress rather than just going around in like circles, following program blindly after program. Um, so yeah, I think that's just a huge element of why it can cause so many issues. It just just distracts people from what actually makes their life better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess there's also an element um, that it just adds again, a bit like politics, more and more noise out there. So people can't really tell what's like real or what's the truth and what isn't. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, and that, that's where the misinformation um, comes in. Because let's be honest, like from all parts of now, everyone's got access to Google. Um, access to misinformation is at an all-time high. Um, and then that just leads on to people thinking that they know what they're talking about when in actual fact they're so far from the truth it's unbelievable it just suddenly realises I'm mute um, <laughs> that doesn't work the amount of times that happens honestly you think we'd be better at that um, although to be fair he's normally Ed not me or Johnny Johnny's, um, Johnny's terrible for it he is he is um, so obviously it's what we consider damaging to people to these these people these individuals that are putting out this stuff you know I think most people say for the most part it's damaged I mean you can say oh it's just you know it's, it's just a bit of fun or whatever else and you know like, I'm not talking about you in terms of your 
you're kind of mimicking. I'm talking more around the actual original post. Some people say, oh, it's just a bit of fun or, you know, it's not really, you know, it's harmless or whatever else. But actually, for the points like you just said, in terms of it disempowers people, um, it adds more noise to, obviously, a, a, an entirely um, already, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like confusing nutrition realm that, like, general popula population already feel completely confused about kind of what are real kind of efficacious approaches people can take to weight loss or, you know, healthful activities or whatever it might be. Um, but I guess on the flip side is it's like what, people have to take responsibility, obviously the point that you made in terms of like who they follow. So how, how do people or what can people do to do that? So basically like what can people do to almost spot like these, these like, I don't want to say fake influencers, but these influencers who are kind of maybe not the, the most ethical um, yeah, hold on. I think I wrote a little bit about that as well. Let's see. Um, I think this is the only person we've ever had on that's actually made notes based on the questions. <laughs> Normally, like, they get the questions five minutes. This is why you delay 24 hours, isn't it? Because you want to write out. I didn't want to just like, I've got fucking clue what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> be prepared and all that, yeah? Um, yeah, so fake influence, shall we say. Like, literally, they don't post hardly any true educational content. Like, it's just ad shots, booty shots, um, and just kind of like, how good do I look? Um, most of the time, they're a little bit like that. Maybe the occasional arm workout thrown in the mix, um, blast, blast the shit out of your ass for three days a week, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, these people are typically not very open to be challenged either. So you start trying to comment on some of their posts and you'll realise that they're quickly deleted and you're quickly blocked too. Um, so these are the kind of people that you want to be kind of avoiding. Um, but also, I do want to go back to the taking personal responsibility because obviously you are in charge of who is on your newsfeed. Um, so I would start to, well, you basically need to stop idolizing people that are completely, that are in completely different scenarios to you. Um, like these people most of these influencers, this is actually their full-time job now. So, like, this is their this is their life to post on social media to show how good their lives are, to show what good shape they're actually in. Um, and they literally spend hours every day creating content for you to absorb and for you to feel, oh my god, this is what um, this is what health looks like. Um, so. And these are people that are genetically best, uh, blessed and literally have nothing else better to do other than eat, train, sleep, etc. Um, so first of all, I would say to you that like, you need to stop idolizing people that are in completely different scenarios to you. You are most or you have most of you like got kids, you work, you've got sporting clubs to take kids to, your times that you've got available to push towards your goals are completely different to these people. Um, so these people aren't people that you should be hashtagging body goals to um like it's literally find people that are that are similar to you that are real people that show you all parts of their life and not just kind of like the edited glory bits that um that portray perfection mm -hmm. i went off on a bit of a tangent then so no, no you didn't no, you didn't it's, it's a really good point because I, you two are probably going to say no, because I don't think it's pretty well known. But have you seen a film called Ingrid Goes West? Is that a couple of years uh, ago? 
Oh, I don't think I have, no. no I, don't, yeah. I don't think it's particularly well known. I can't remember how I, I think it was just on like, like, I don't know, Sky Cinema, like weekly premiere or something. And I happened to watch it, but because um, it was basically about a young girl who was obsessed with a social media influencer to the point where she was basically like, they lived in the same town and she would try and like almost copy what she did, copy what she wear, to try and turn up at like restaurants after like this person posted the picture, like, I've just had brunch at this restaurant, she turned up and ordered the same thing and stuff like that. But this is like, like again, like satire. It's like a bit of a comedy film. And But you watch it and think to yourself, fuck me, people actually do this. Like there are, this this is the influence these people have on other individuals. And yes, you can say that they should obviously take their own responsibility in terms of kind of their own actions. But like, I also think people, you know, that, that age old, like classical saying of great power, great responsibility, that type of thing. These people with such big followings really do need to take some responsibility in terms of their own ethics and how, what the stuff they're putting out is it actually having a positive influence on people or is it actually a negative influence? And that's obviously the biggest problem. Yeah, and obviously that's where morals start coming. Um, and let's be honest, some of these people, <laughs> morals are pretty low on their kind of chart, shall we say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, it's a tough one because they're, they're almost setting unrealistic expectations of health um setting the healthy ideal um yeah and then people just continue to fail to achieve that ideal as well so um it's just a, a another loop and that's why it's just massively important to really really be in charge of what's actually popping up on your newsfeed as much as you can so um i think um it's a, is it a quote from like is it Will Smith that says like don't let people piss on your bonfire basically and if these people are continuously pissing on your bonfire making you feel not good about yourself then why are they still on your newsfeed that's up to you to change that yeah for sure I, I that's something I've, I've had that quote before I don't know, I don't know if that's <laughs> but I do get the premise that, um, that well known Will Smith quote <laughs> Don't, hold on, hold on, don't on. piss on my bonfire. Now, I, I, to be fair, it's something, not that quotes necessarily, but obviously it's something that a lot of people like. I've, I've had this conversation with Tanya, Fila, um, yeah, yeah. Um, about that type of thing, about almost having like a bit of a social media audit to make sure that essentially you're, you're getting exactly that, that you're removing people that are pissing on your bonfire. Um, the problem is, I don't, I don't know how easy, like you've, I just want to maybe just bring it back to a couple of bits around, you said around um, the, the ways of spotting. So like, a lot of people's content might just solely focus on them, their abs. You know, they're not posting pictures of clients; they're posting the pictures of themselves all the time. Um, yeah, they obviously maybe don't like being challenged. So basically, if you're critical and you start asking questions and like, oh, how does this work? What does that work? They can't answer you. It's probably a red flag. I just thought I want to bring back just to remind people that are listening, if they're not entirely sure how they might spot some of these people. I mean, it's pro- to be honest, it's easy because I think, oh, it's really fucking obvious to spot these people. But sometimes I think actually I need to check myself because a bit like we're talking about echo chambers. It's probably maybe not that easy for everyone to actually spot, because like you say, yeah, no, I think, no, I think you're right. I think um, got a big following. I've had a couple of clients go away and buy like twelve-week um, guides, and um, oh yeah, but tell me like um, I leave the gym and I'm sweating and my legs are in a, in a mess and I can hardly walk up the stairs and I'm just like literally the most pointless workouts ever. Mm. It's like um, there's no progression. 
they're, they're just killing you in the gym to make you feel like you've had a good workout. But there's, real, there's no real thought process that goes into these kind of programs. It's just like beast until you can't do any more and just hope for the best that you did to the diet and then you just start losing body fat. So yeah, no, you, you're right. But we probably, we probably look at it and think that, oh my God, how do people fall for this kind of stuff? But when someone has got, let's say, an ideal, what the world deems ideal body, and they make it look pretty easy to get there, and they post these kind of workout, uh, workouts up. Um, who are we to look down on these people that, in very brackets, like, uh, in very commas, like, fall for it? Um, it we're, let's be honest, we're all, also in a different mindset. We're, we're a little bit more educated alongside what works, what doesn't. Um, some people, young people as well, easily led, look, to the, look up to these people a lot more than us, um, and, yeah, and just go with the flow, so... No, no, definitely. Um, is, is there any kind of like specific ways other than the mimicking then that you kind of you kind of make sure like your own clients and your own like following can can not like basically help themselves with this? Um, it's, it's it's a tough one. You, what you should probably do we, as a fitness industry, or even as just our little small community that we got, we really probably should put like a list together of actual, truly like influential and the right kind of influential people um, and just keep pushing it onto our audiences um, because the bigger we can make them kind of people the, the more that we can challenge the, the bullshit um, so uh, that I share a lot of articles from other people in, inside the community that I have um, just to make sure that my clients follow these kind of people too Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really nice to see that I see clients posting on um, what's the doctor's name, Doctor uh, um, the geezer that is no antibiotic. Is it Josh? Oh uh, you, yeah, yeah. Um, is Josh? He's a the he's a NHS worker. Yes. Right? Yeah, Josh. Um, uh, oh, what can we say? Basically, he's, he's done the podcast with Alan Flanagan, hasn't he? Yes, yeah, that's the one, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've got clients commenting on these kind of posts. Um, I share Amelia Thompson's stuff quite often. Um, oh, I don't share her stuff. Horrible <laughs> lady. Uh, I don't know. She's not greatly well-known, I don't think, but um, Heather Wynn, she's a really good person to follow. Um, so I just try and get my clients to um, follow these kind of people that are, have got a really important message to say but maybe haven't got as big an audience to share it with. So then all we can do is try and push our people in our little smaller audiences that we have to these people as well. So Yeah, I think that's, that's important, surround, making sure, obviously, like the people that at least your own following, because obviously you, you can't take responsibility for the entire social media network because obviously it's just not a job for one individual, but you can obviously then who hugely influence people that obviously look up to you and follow you. So I, I, I find it... That's the wrong word. I can't think of the right word. But I just think it's a very good idea to share other people's stuff rather than... Because a lot of people get protective about sharing other people's stuff because they feel like, obviously, I don't want to feel like I'm not an authority. But actually, I think it's the opposite. I think when you're sharing other individual things, I think it actually puts you in a place where there's a thing where you're almost connected to that authority then. But like you almost gain more authority because you're aligning yourself with other authorities almost if that makes sense I yeah definitely. I think um, 
obviously you just literally spoke to the anti-diet dietitian, didn't you? Astrid, yeah. Yeah, so I, I share quite a bit of her stuff. Um, I share quite a little bit of um, Richie's stuff, Be More Nutrition. Um, yeah, uh, lots of other people's work. Just, again, um, sometimes, let's be honest, people write better stuff than what we can come up with. Um, Most people got, do us, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we've got some great thoughts in our head, but some people get it out a bit better, a bit clearer. Um, so why not share good information? Like I'm not scared that I'm going to lose clients because of that. Um, like you said, if anything, it, it kind of it pushes you up as well. If you're kind of willing to learn from these kind of people as well, it makes you a better practitioner. Um, so yeah, again, remember, it's not a case of we're high almighty. We're we're still learning as we go along too. We learn from clients. We're learning from fellow practitioners. We're learning from science as we go along as well. So. No, 100%. Yes. Obviously, the conversation I had with Astrid this morning, I said to her after we finished recording, like, I was so glad you came on because we were speaking. Um, so, obviously, this, I think hers will be out before this one. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but, so anyone listening now will have, hopefully have already listened to, to the one with her. But we basically were speaking about like the health at every size approach, intuitive eating, mind, like mindfulness, and a lot of anti diet culture stuff. And I said to her, I'm. I'm, I'm, I've got a really keen interest in that, like a, 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 like a, almost like a growing interest in that realm, but I don't know enough about it in, by any stretch. And it's just so cool to be able to like speak and learn from someone that is clearly more into that realm than I am. Um, because that, like you say, otherwise, like I'll never grow, I'll never get be- a better practitioner. Um, and that's obviously all of us ever want to do. We want to be better at our jobs. We want, we want to help more people and, and more effectively. Um, and I think you can only do that if you do speak to other people and share other people's work and that type of stuff. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the things that I said was um, it's really easy to get involved in echo chambers in social media, and that that can be even said for us guys. Like, let's be honest, some of the health at every size stuff is oh, like you don't really agree with it, um, but it can be really easy to shut it down and mm, think that it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. When in actual fact, some of their points that they raise are absolutely incredible. Um, so, yeah, it's just a case of just trying to step in back or stepping out, sorry, of your echo chamber. Um, otherwise, it makes it so difficult to absorb new information that kind of challenges your beliefs. Um, and even from a weight loss point of view, echo chambers can can cause issues and going back to their health every size kind of stuff if you just listen to health at every size kind of people that are on social media it would seem that weight loss is impossible so therefore trying to achieve weight loss is pointless when in actual fact we all know that that's pretty well that's just a massive lie um so yeah it's just a case of just avoid any kind of echo chamber um, I was guilty maybe when I first started Mac Nutrition um, that I was literally just like calories in, calories out. But that's all that mattered. Um, and yeah, just getting involved in some other little clicks on social media, um, started challenging my beliefs, and um, yeah, and just started helping me build a bit more of a not a single minded approach. Yeah, more holistic. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so honestly, echo chambers is probably one of the biggest reasons why you need to kind of step back from social media in general and look who you're following. Um, and, and yeah, that would probably be a good starting point to, to think about as well. 
quite a while ago, uh, probably, I don't know, 12, 12 months or so ago, I pretty much just started like unfollowing pretty much everybody <laughs> just, to, just to kind of get out of that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Just because you, you do you do get into these little clicks and um, you're just following the same types of people and it's the same information and stuff. And so sometimes it's good to kind of step back and then kind of go back into things again, especially but more so because... Um, base nutrition, 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 and uh, sometimes you need to switch off from it, don't you? But I think from kind of like looking at the other side of things, like um, yeah, sometimes just having a bit of a clear out is, and just sort of spending some time doing that can be really important to yeah, sort of always like click the refresh button. I think um, like Ed, that's a great point actually. Like if if you do log on to Instagram or Facebook, and your newsfeed is just endless fitness, I get that fitness is a hobby of yours but don't make it your complete life like have some other shit on your newsfeed that is probably more important than fitness um i think that's one of the things that we can over prioritize and it can become like everything that we think about whereas you know what there's loads more stuff in the world than fitness um, and nutrition um, so just have some other stuff on your newsfeed that is actually just as rewarding as fitness as well. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a great shout. It just step back, remove yourself from some of the fitness stuff and then add some other stuff into your kind of newsfeed and then just get a little bit more of a diverse newsfeed. Do, do you think as like a practitioner, that's also good for you to do as a practitioner? So I guess I suppose you mean like share stuff that isn't just fitness related? Yeah, yeah, probably, again, like, just thinking about what Ed said, that's probably one of the things that going forward that I look to do. Um, I think I purposely went through stuff and just started um, deleting celebrity accounts that I follow, like, I follow for ages, and I was like, I don't really follow these guys anymore, but, like, why not? Like, I love comedy. Like, mm-hmm. so I, should, I should start getting some more of that in. Um, yeah, so I think even just a little, little brief Ed's comment is, it's a game changer, Ed. We knew you were here for a reason. It changed your life. It's the only thing I've said all podcasts. That's the only thing he's fucking said. Yeah. When, when he was talking about going through unfollowing stuff, I was going to say, he didn't have to unfollow me, though, did he? Yeah. It's outrageous. Wait, I never followed you in the first no, place. No, no, no. Probably not. <laughs> um, well. Have you got anything else you kind of wrote down, mate, that you kind of wanted to, to, to bring up? Or oh, I don't think... I think I've covered most things. Um now yeah so one one of the best we've obviously talked about huge negatives huge negatives of social media upon our lives um actual fact there are actually some some huge positives to come out of this yeah you get to see lots of ass (laughs) (laughs) including yours i was gonna say including too much of my hair um and that is actually being part of the community now obviously that has negatives and positives um, but some of the positives on that is that have you seen some of the Swimming World accounts? Like, holy shit, man! Like these people have been on social media for eight months, lost sixteen stone, and got sixty thousand followers. Um, and that community is just like massive. Mm-hmm. Like from a weight loss, weight maintenance point of view, being part of a community, having peer support is like one of the biggest things that you can have, and like that is genuinely huge like but they need to be really careful that it doesn't become cult-like and that's again it's just like like how do you stop that yeah um 
how do you stop being having that sense of belonging without turning cult-like? Um, yeah. So, yeah, just honestly, social media has some good positives as well. Um, we just we don't want to get fully immersed in it to the point where it becomes a cult. Um, but definitely that sense of belonging, that sense of community can be huge. And obviously, since Instagram brought in like the, the follow hashtags and stuff, um, just from a kind of content point of view, I've followed a few of the Slimming World ones. And it's like, you know what, some of the transformations they post, the amount of support they get, um, the, the meals that they post, like you've got four or 500 people commenting, asking about recipes. So, yeah, it's, um, I just didn't want it to be a whole negative thing about social media when in actual fact some of the transformations nowadays um, that can happen just purely because you've got so much kind of peer support from fellow community. Yeah, no, for do, sure. Do you think there's uh, like a good place for influencers like in a positive way? Yeah, I think if they are educated enough and understand how much impact they do actually have rather than just posting so haphazardly i think it would make a big difference um one of the the, the ladies that i said about um heather win um, posted a little while ago about digitally enhanced images and if the social media influencers posted less digitally enhanced images and showed the I don't want to say flaws because they're not flaws, but the considered flaws that they have, cellulite, um, excess body fat, etc. Um, if they just posted these and were more real, then people wouldn't be chasing um, or aspiring to what is deemed ideal. Um, yeah, so I think um, even when digital... This was a study that she posted. It was even when digitally enhanced images have disclaimers on, like this image has been changed to make it look different, um, people still choose to chase that even though it's fake. It's like, yeah, but you know this photo isn't real. Why, Why are you wanting to look like that when you know it's not real? So even disclaimers on images don't help. Um, so I think just posting photos that are yeah just real life that have that that are have little little problem problems in again like they're not even problems but what would what would normal people be like oh my god i've got a little bit of overhang and etc um or um postpartum stomachs look completely different to like people that are 18 years old never had a baby Mm. um just getting more and more diverse people diverse females diverse males on social media um now obviously i know this would go the other way and i was looking for your podcast actually and kind of um i think one of them was about kind of promoting obesity wasn't it one of them i think you guys had a bit of a discussion about that yes you have like the 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 extreme side of things but let's say if we take people um upwards of to like let's say bmi of 34 let's just pluck hypothetical numbers out and just say like let's just have more of this range of people on these people can still be healthy um these people their fitness levels can be better than people's bmi like 17 18 um 
Um, so yeah, it's just a case of if social media influencers were just that little bit different and what I would say more relatable to what normal people go through, I think they can probably have a lot, well, they can be a more positive impact. Uh, they can bring a more positive impact to social media in general. Yeah. Really good Well, old points well made there, mate. Um, I definitely like, so I, d I love the idea of obviously people sharing more honest stuff. I think the problem where it comes, like, I, I, I don't know, I don't, maybe, it's, maybe it's not a problem, maybe I'm probably just over a little bit, but obviously you do see a lot of fake honesty, if in air quotes, if people are yeah, like, yeah, I'm going yeah, to be real. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, this is my no makeup selfie in the morning, yet you've got cleanser and like, eyeliner and eyeshadow yeah. and yeah, all that You still sort look of shit, fucking amazing <laughs> and better than 99% of the well, population. But. That post, you see, basically, the post that I got tore apart on by the feminists was basically that. Mm. It was, um, I don't even know her name now. I don't really want to call her out again either. Um, so, <laughs> he's, he's can't afford another lawsuit. <laughs> and this, one of my female clients sent me this post and she said, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, she's meant to be ill in bed, can't, can't go to work, yet she looks absolutely stunning in some Kelvin Klein knickers and a, and a like, sports bra set. Yeah. And, like, this is what, this is why I was bringing it to people's attention. It's like, that's not real. Like, you don't want your fucking photo taken when you feel like shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, you just want to get your eyes shut and sleep longer. Um, so, yeah, that's fake real. It's like, oh, I'm in bed. Like, I've got my limbs sick. It's like, oh, fuck off. You're just promoting your ad. Like, yeah. So, definitely, I know what you mean, Brett. It's like, um, um, it's really hard to kind of distinguish between that fake real and being real in general. But I, I do think that over a period of time you can build a bit of a character and you can start to depict that so and that's the case of when you can start kind of yeah uh, dismantling it but one of the things i i kind of got at this or started to dislike a lot was just regularly seeing the same types of content from fitness professionals around things like oh no they do like a before and after selfie of like oh this this you know this photo is five seconds apart and one's got a tan the other one i'm sucking it in the other ones i'm not and it's just like I did and start to get the impression that a lot of these they're just they're just trying to come up with content and there's no real like genuinity or they're not genuine in why they're posting that type of stuff which is why I kind of said like you know, that's almost also part of like the fake honesty type of crowd and I do feel like it's almost a bit condescending to people to think like you know I, I know that the message might be there in terms of you know like people do need to see that type of stuff like yes social media shock horror people doctor their photos and they take a billion of them to get the best one and you know a lot of these people that are doing this are so insecure like some of the most insecure people you'll meet yet you don't know that because you're just seeing their highlight reels on social media i get that and people do need to see that you know like that does happen and maybe like for a lot of people that is new information and maybe it is like oh my god really people are doing that but i kind of started to dislike it because i was just seeing it over and over again and it's almost like i just got the impression people weren't doing it for the right reasons they weren't doing it to try and help people see that they were just trying to come up with content and just Space yeah, crowds, but... quite interesting you say that actually like um i think it is it souk um he says like create an account that doesn't follow any fitness shit um and you'll be quite surprised that our news fleet our news feeds are flooded with fitness information mm -hmm. but if you're just someone who's normal mm -hmm. like and you follow someone that is doing like a post like that that might be the only fitness thing you see in seven days yeah so 
I, I do. I know where you're coming from. There is a lot of that, and I, I'm sure I've previously done something like that. So it's just a case of yeah, don't overpost stuff like that. It is like try it infrequently, but also from us as fitness professionals, where we are surrounded by that kind of stuff, we think it's happening a lot often than it's than actual normal people see it. For sure, no, definitely. That's a yeah. Point. He gone ahead. I was going to say he did a video where he went on his messages Facebook and scrolled down. That's, that's one of his very first things. I was yeah. about to say, look at my missus Facebook and realise how fucking different it is than mine. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Or Instagram. Yeah. But if I go on to Alex, it's just all pictures of horses and it's just generally like what you follow and interest and shit. Yeah. There's no she, fitness stuff on there at all. She look at me. Um, <laughs> 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 my, actually, to be fair, my wife's stuff is like the worst stuff possible. She probably follows all of the things that we're now talking about. Not so much like your your fitness, like... But your reality TV shit. But your reality TV shit. Yeah. Like all the stuff 100%. she watches is your Love Islands and your your people in yeah. Subway get me out of here and all that shit. Geordie Shaw, like, oh my days. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that one, yeah. yeah. So, and that's, I think, um, yeah, it can just, it's a whole different world let's be honest this um mm. and it's still really new let's be honest. what how long how old is facebook like 2007 10 years 10, 10 12 years something like that. yeah um instagram obviously from a user Less, base it's yeah. gone up massively over the last since facebook bought it um so we're still learning about it and kind of seeing the pros and cons about stuff so um yeah i just think it can be quite it can play quite a role in uh, quite a negative role in lots of people's lives if if you do it wrong shall we say no you're right i think we probably look past how useful it can be as a tool for people to get information the problem is is getting getting the right information isn't it which yeah, you can say about any, yeah. any part of the internet but yeah well that's our job to make sure people try and get the right stuff we're just not doing very well at it because we don't know what we're talking about but <laughs> <laughs> One to two thousand views on your on your podcast is pretty good going. Yeah, but again, it's a bit like these people. They they're not getting the right stuff. We're trying to sell T-tox and fucking liver supplements or something. <laughs> <laughs> or no, no cheese. Buy the cheese. Buy the cheese. Um, <laughs> and an M10. Yeah. Hashtag ad. Just what about the jeans as well? Yeah. Yeah. Jeans, that's, right? that's to we'll, come. Yeah, we'll get that's there. Um, now, mate, big big thank you for obviously dedicating your time um before we get to the point where we say do you want to shout out obviously your own stuff we've got a few questions to ask that i haven't oh, prepared you for we yeah. do like to ask some silly humorous questions take it away <laughs> from the fitness and nutrition um so obviously think about these but don't take too long because you shouldn't have to but um so i'll start with the first one what is your favorite burger restaurant now, i know this is going to be a good one. Oh, good don't shout let, don't let me down oh where did I go? Oh man, I don't even. I can't even think what it was called now. I literally went there the other day. It was in Shoreditch. Was it Black Bear? Oh man, mm. you're gonna have to hook up on hook me up on Instagram. I have to have a look. It was incredible. Hold on. Uh, I do like an honest burger as well, though. So. I'll be honest, yeah. Yeah. You haven't um, got it on your Instagram. Yeah, no, I definitely have. I don't know if I'm gonna lose you if I swipe. That's the only thing. Probably. Let me see. Ask away. I won't be long. No, you're right. You're still. You still there? We'll just, we'll just buy Ed Sing. Yeah, buy some time. Yeah, the burger. Burger, burger and beyond. beyond. Burger and beyond. Ah, oh. man, it went the other day. That was the twenty eighth no, of October. No, it was a while back. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. That was simply the best burger I've ever had. I do. It, that's it. That is up there. To be fair, like you're, you're obviously, you, you being, are like, you're, you're obviously reasonably close to London, aren't you? So 
I guess you can. Yeah, oh yeah, train ride, train ride, yeah. Yeah, so you can obviously get some decent places quite often if you wanted to, because there's a lot of yeah, places yeah. in London. But Bergen Beyond's probably up there with with some of the better ones. So no, that's good. Yeah. Um, okay. If you were to have to do karaoke, not that you would probably need to be convinced, I'm sure, but what would be your karaoke song? Um, I would probably think I'm some really good rapper and go with like... Rap? Yeah, Eminem. Eminem? Um, yeah. I see I would... the likeness. Yeah. Both ginger. <laughs> I can understand. If, if you looked at my, um, my stories today, you'd have thought I was walking eight mile. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, so I'll, I'll have a look. Okay. No, okay. Well, eight, take, let's take eight mile then. You can just do eight yeah, mile. Yeah, go with it. Um, if you had to build a house out of food, what food would you choose? <laughs> oh, pork pies. Pork pies? Okay. Yeah. Like that before. With pickle in. Good. With pickle in. <laughs> that, that sounds something like Ed Street. Oh, 100%. Right up Ed Street, isn't it? Throw a few sausage rolls in there as well. And, uh, oh, and Cornish pasties, game la- changer. Layer it with cheese. <laughs> layer <laughs> it with cheese, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that'd be fair. Like, I like that question because it does, it gives, I said this to Astrid on last week, I said it gives a lot of insight into, because she's from Venezuela. Maybe that's just a weird thing to ask someone from Venezuela. I don't know why, but she was like, really? That's a funny question to ask. Like, <laughs> I, was, I had to explain like the principle of it in terms of like, it just gives you a bit of insight into how people answer in terms of, do they answer structurally? Do they answer because it's just a food they like? Or do they have a different thought process about it? And obviously, I oh, guess, like, pork pies are quite good because you can probably... They're quite can, stackable. Yeah, you can make, like, bricks bricks yeah. out of them properly. And so. they taste fucking amazing. <laughs> think thick of the insulation as well. There's many layers there, yeah. so there's a little air gap as well. <laughs> I don't even like pork pies. Do you not? No, I don't. I think it's Shit, the gelatin. Sorry. I don't like gelatin. Oh, that's you, when you buy cheap you're pork a clean eater, that's why. Yeah, he's, yeah. Surely gelatin's clean. Surely it's, it's good for your it's like collagen and ligaments and stuff. I don't know. Okay. Um, if you had unlimited supply of one thing, what would it be? Oh. Now, it doesn't have to be food-related, by the way, although I, I appreciate people probably immediately think food, but... I just bought a new car, so petrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, be free as well. I'd save myself a fuck ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You work in your garden, like how do you how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, why do you need a car? <laughs> School running back to do, mate. <laughs> Surely you walk. Come on, think of the climate. I, to be honest, I really should. It's like one point two miles. I'm oh. like, what's up that? Oh, Tony. Oh, Tony. <laughs> I've got too much neat going on in my life anyway. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to hurt the gains by yeah. overexpending. Um, or lack of. <laughs> last question, then. This is the biggie, so pay attention. Um, <laughs> would you Would you rather be attacked by a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Horse-sized duck. I think that would be less scary. Everyone says that, and I do think yeah. it's the right answer. But yeah. that's definitely the most popular answer. I reckon I could deal with that. Yeah, because I suppose like a hundred really muscular stocky horses even though they're the size of ducks it's a scary thought <laughs> it's a little bit yeah. we slightly freaked out by that i reckon we, we have got one more question which is probably i always so we i don't often i don't ask that question i'm not often sorry less often i normally ask that question every now and then i do swap it for a different one which is a bit <laughs> yeah, more crude yeah. and a bit more x-rated i think i can probably get away with it with you so i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you another one would you rather be like buy a horse <laughs> um, and nobody knows about it 
Or would you rather not? Everyone thinks you did. And they remind you of it every time they see you. <laughs> you need to reword you need to word that again so, no, so I can so, just get this in my head. Yeah. So would you rather be and I I'll do the action so people yeah, um, so yeah. don't have to say it. Um buy a horse. So yeah. you know, obviously mad you can imagine that happening, but no one ever find out. Like yeah. they'll never find out. Or basically vice versa. Like it doesn't happen, but everyone thinks it did. Um, like they genuinely believe it did and they remind you of it like you walk into a pub and they go alright horse fucker you fucking choose some bad questions oh, that's going to take they, some serious there's only thought. one right answer here mate and that doesn't take a second to think about it alright I honestly don't I, I, oh man I think I'll take death no way that's the wrong answer that is not the right answer I think it's better to people that think that it happened rather than actually happening yeah. Fuck that! No, if no one knows about it, it didn't happen anyway, right? Jesus Christ! <laughs> say, say that to your orifice. Like, <laughs> this is you this. Can do it all the time. Have you not seen the video? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, like, I apologise if we offended anyone on this episode because it's definitely it's, it's basically descended into lads, 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 um, which does happen. To be fair, so never mind. I, I've um, got one more. I've got one more. Oh, this is what I thought you were going to ask. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in somebody else's house? We've asked that before, haven't we? Not today. No, not today, but that's not... You, yeah, you, yeah. That's, you, that's you, that's it's almost like you were going to say it's like a new question. No, 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 no. no. That's just, that's just <laughs> oh, God, you don't even want to know, actually. No, <laughs> no, no, no I do. You want to know. Definitely oh, do. Oh, you have to name whose house it was, unless it was your own. What did the missus' bedroom drawer? What's this? Yeah. Do you know what? Oh, what are they called? Like, they're flesh tunnels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Brilliant. That's like... That's not even that weird. Flesh, flesh in the in the ear, isn't it? It's a flesh a flashlight. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, flashlight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, red nose. Yeah, that's not even that weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got one in the shower with his fucking lube there. <laughs> anyway, if you're in the shower, <laughs> I, I would I would like to get off this train of topic now and, and kind of end this podcast. So, um, big thank you from from me, mate. Obviously, hopefully, people listening will obviously get a ton of value out of it and I hope you enjoyed the chat anyway even if it was a bit that, that's that um, do you want to shout out obviously your uh, details your Instagram ID like your was it top condition yeah just um, hey I post okay content over on top condition PT uh, ass out so if you want to see Tony's ass then yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you generally want to see satire, um, satire posts um, then I, I actually only do that on Facebook now so oh. um, but Hey, it's all public, so, so go, and, go, and, go and add me over there if you want. Um, I was, you know what, a little while ago I said um, I'm going to make my business page a little bit more kind of just about, it's just me, so you'd have to just suck it up. But I still haven't been brave enough to post for them ones yet. So. Really? Mm. Yeah, I think I might. I, 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 think, I, think, you, I think you should, mate, because, yeah. again, another conversation that I had with Tanya is like, people buy people. Yeah. And I do think, and it does, it does go back to like, you know, the things we're saying about social media and influencers and and obviously kind of like showing a bit of your own like personality and your own things and yes obviously there's always going to be a, a level of censorship of course there is but i do think it's a good thing because i think it's just one it adds to the trust and obviously like the fact that people can be more genuine because they haven't got to censor themselves as much so i think you should yeah yeah get your ass out mate. yeah i might um I might head over and uh, just share the one that I've done recently on Instagram. Well, then I'm going to anyway, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to share it. Um, yeah, 
Cool. Um, no, I, I will say just uh, obviously, if hopefully some of that makes sense, sometimes you just start rambling, and um, if you can decipher any meaningful information out of it, that's a bonus. Obviously. You've you've literally just described 131 of our episodes. So <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, no, no, it's really good. Um, actually, before you do go, Ed, do you want to shout your gin company? <laughs> Where can I buy your gin, Ed? No, we'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll post in the links. Chuck in the links to the, the socials. Link. How much is it again? Uh, Are you still doing a Black Friday Cyber Monday deal, even though this will be in like two weeks or something? It, it was a, a, an introductory offer. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Can, can we have uh, a special discount code for all our listeners? <laughs> and get a kickback. Oh, we could do that. We could do that. No, no, what? Kickback? So people can get money off you, pleb. No, no, I know, I know. But you, you just, you know, we can get kickback into Triple N now. I'm just, you know, funding all the businesses. <laughs> Don't you want the money? Yeah, well, I get the money either way. <laughs> right. uh, how do you think big well, these big companies? Uh, what's it? <laughs> what I will say is, without without blowing smoke up Ed's ass, they do look quite. He's gone for a nice niche bottle. It's like a water bottle, like one of those chili bottles, like a um, a lunar the or stainless steel or whatever. Yeah. yeah, in in gin. So maybe maybe yeah. Tony, Christmas is coming up. You know, Mrs. Maybe likes a bit of gin. As long as you can sell me out fifty percent code, I'm good. <laughs> Mate, you'll need it. The price of his gin, Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're getting two gifts in one, all right? <laughs> no, big, big, uh, big. Thank you again, mate. And um, yeah, I say uh, keep coming up the content. I want to see more ass cheek. Sounds good. I'll promise you that I will get some more stuff out soon <laughs> regarding the recent craze of. Um, Sun and perennials. Or, yeah, <laughs> is it perennials? Is that the word? No, perennium. Is it perennium? Is that the part of the body that they? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Just don't get sunburn. <laughs> well, I won't be doing this fucking minus one outside. <laughs> uh, right on that note, I'm gonna say adios. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week. <laughs>